The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to You're Gonna Love Me, the podcast where we open the eyes, the ears, and the hearts of anyone who has judged or been judged. Well, hopefully. I'm your host, Katie Maloney. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of You're Gonna Love Me. I have an all new guest this week that I'm so excited to talk to. I met her about five years ago and I fell in love with her because she was just the most warm and amazing person. I had so much fun with her and she's smiling and I'm so happy to see her. (laughs) Um, Please welcome Lindsay Hubbard to the show. We got Hubbard. Oh my gosh. It's been like way too long since I've seen your face. I know. And it's just through a screen, but I hope I get to see you IRL very, very soon. I know. Me too. We're supposed to to go to Mexico. Oh, whatever happened to that? Wasn't that like last March we were going to go to Mexico and I was like, oh, I'm filming Winter House, but when I'm done, I need a vacation for sure. (laughs) Invite me. (laughs) I know, but you, the thing is you've gone to Mexico and I have not been to Mexico. I've not been to Mexico since I've been dreaming of Mexico still. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like, what is it? It's just so magical. Danielle it actually is. bought me the trip to Mexico for my birthday. So we went right after we finished filming summer house this past summer. I know I live vicariously through your old Instagram stories. It looked amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was definitely fun, but it would be a lot of fun for us to do a group trip. We really should do a group trip to Mexico. Yeah. Maybe this year after this upcoming winter house, then we can go. <laughs> it should be something Casa. Casa day, summer rules. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? That would be wild. We should pitch that. Let's just write a treatment and pitch it. Yeah, right yeah. Now. forget the ultimate girls trip. We need like the ultimate, you know, people in their 30s trip. <laughs> <laughs> Debauchery, just go crazy. That would be really, really cool, actually. I'm going to get the wheels turning. Anyways, yeah. so yeah. So I met you like five years ago when we went to the Hamptons. Yeah. And it was so much fun. That was like the summer that Tom and I were getting married. And yeah, we filmed with y'all on Summer House. Yeah. And the rest is history. Wait, I can't so- believe it was that long ago. Time really does fly. Yeah. And it also, it feels like a lifetime ago that that happened. Like we've lived a hundred different lights. Yeah. Because it was, that was like y'all's first season too. Yeah. We had no idea what we were doing at all (laughs) or getting ourselves into. We were just like, woo, (laughs) the Hamptons. We do this every summer. I remember trying to like tell you about like how (laughs) reality TV works or try to like give you like the lowdown, but like, it's so impossible to do that. But like so much of your life has changed. Did you imagine that you would end up on reality TV? No, I grew up as a publicist, you know, I, I majored in PR in college and, you know, as soon as I graduated, started working at PR firms between New York and LA and like PR is very much behind the scenes. We're the ones publicizing brands, CEOs, you know, owners, celebrities, musicians, whatever the case, I was always a behind the scenes girl. I never... And I was like perfectly, I was just like, and I was really good at it. I don't know. It just sort of happened. And 
you know, I guess it turns out I'm really good in front, in front of the camera too. Cause I'm a psycho. No, but, no, but you really are. Well, what, where did you like grow up? What did you want to be when you grew up? I was never like the little girl who wanted to be a ballerina or astronaut or doctor or veterinarian. I never knew until I was in college. I just knew I loved English and um, communications. And so I went to the school of journalism and communications and like kind of eeny, meeny, miny, mowed it. And then (laughs) once I got through all of my elective courses and started really getting into like my public relations strategic courses, I realized like I picked the right one and, and I was good at it. So I didn't know. I don't know. I, I never had like that little girl, like, this is what I want to be when I grow up. I just knew I wanted to get out of my town. It was too and, small but, for me. In like high school, were you like student body, anything? Were you like publicist for the student body? <laughs> No, what would would be the equivalent in high school? I was like in the key club. I was on Uh the debate team. So yeah, Um, basically. I was like in the international baccalaureate program, which is basically weighted a level higher than AP. So I had been doing IB, international baccalaureate. I've been doing that since ninth grade, you know, all throughout high school. And I was super just focused on my education. I knew that the only way to get out of my, you know, little town. Where is a little town? It's Stewart, Florida. It's just north of West Palm Beach. Oh. And then like, it's actually called Hobe Sound, which is like a little town within Stewart, Florida. It's like a little boating and beachy town. Like we just got our first McDonald's 10 years ago. (laughs) I was like, how am I going to, what am I, I need to go to college. And the only way I knew how to get into college was to get a scholarship and, you know, through education. So I did. Um, Like a Hallmark movie. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, like big city girl goes back home, falls in love with her, like first love who has four kids and a ranch. (laughs) This this is all my mind can think about right now. I've been just talking about how it's goo from watching too much Hallmark, but this is what reminds me of. I love like the Netflix Hallmark Lifetime mm. holiday movies. I rewatch them every single oh, season. Yes, 100%. <laughs> but I but I relate to that. I mean, I wasn't as focused on education. I was, I feel like I was a smart person, but I, I struggled in school. Like I, I had like bad anxiety when it came to like testing and everything like that. But like you were like a very studious, smart girl, woman. Yeah. It's wild. I I, like my parents sent up all of my books that I read in high school. And I was like, damn, I'm smart. It's like (laughs) seven different Shakespeare books, you know, like all the classics, the Odyssey that I read in eighth grade, Toni Morrison, Umberto Echo. I, I mean, the alchemist. I'm like, damn, I used to be so smart. Time for a break. So this holiday season, if you're like me and you want to give the ones you love the most something really unique and special so they feel that, you know, you really want to make them feel special and loved, I have the perfect gift for you. And that is StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps you and your loved ones preserve precious memories and stories for years to come. It is thoughtful and meaningful gift that connects you to those who matter most. So every week, StoryWorth 
Worth emails your relative or friend a thought-provoking question of your choice from their vast pool of options. Each unique prompt asks questions you never thought to ask, like, what's the bravest thing you've ever done? Or... Like if you could see into the future, what would you want to find out? Or even simple things like what was your favorite toy growing up? Or how'd you get your first job? Just things that maybe you would never know or think to ask about. And after one year, StoryWorth will compile all your loved ones' stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that you'll be able to cherish and revisit for generations to come, which I think is so beautiful and sweet. I've been doing with this my mom and I'm so excited to have it in a year and be able to save it for like my kids and their kids and just be able to cherish all her memories. It's going to be like her life story. I love it. And reading the weekly stories helps connect you with your loved ones, no matter how near or far apart you are. I love reading a story that my mom submitted uh, just this last week about how every year they went camping when they were younger and one year they couldn't, but they'd already rented this RV. So they parked it in their backyard and they had the best time with her and her brothers. And it just made me feel like I was a part of this memory in a way and just knowing how special it was to her. I just, you know, I felt connected. It was very, very sweet and I was, you know, very touching. So I can't recommend this enough. I'm really enjoying this so far. So with StoryWorth, I'm giving those I love the most a thoughtful personal gift from the heart and preserving their memories and stories for years to come. Go to storyworth.com slash love me and save $10 on your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash love me to save $10 on your first purchase. Okay, let's get back to podcast. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury and I am divorced, not dead. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said. Why do we put so much pressure on ourselves for the happily ever after? Does our love story really have to be one great lengthy novel or can we be happy with a book of short but exciting love stories? I guess we'll find out on Divorce Not Dead and lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey. So buckle up. I think you still are smart. I mean, you have started your own PR firm. That is really, really impressive. Yeah. I'm a very intimidated by that. <laughs> um, I, well, I was kind of forced into it. I worked at a PR firm for like the last PR firm when I actually had a boss. Uh, I was at that firm for five years and I was dating a guy who was also a client. He was a chef and owner of like multiple venues around New York. And he saw what I was doing for the entire agency, but also my clients. And I was running like all of these hospitality accounts in New York and LA. And he was like, dude, you are working your ass off. Like you can do this on your own. And I was like, no, I can't. I was also highly intimidated about, you know, starting my own agency. It's a huge risk mm-hmm. and you have to, you know, hit the ground running with clients on board So he really pushed me. It was probably the only good thing he ever did for me, but yeah, it like, it forced me to, to, to really get outside of my comfort zone and learn the business side. The reason I didn't want to do it. I'm not, I don't like to deal with like the business end of things. Like, I don't know, workers, health insurance, salaries, taxes. Like (laughs) I'd rather be the front facing, you know, client facing person and, and also the one who has the relationship with media. So he really had to push me in and, and it worked and I did. And I originally started a PR firm with him. And then after two years, we kind of went in different directions. And I also don't think he enjoyed the fact that I was signing up to do a TV show. 
And so, yeah, so we then dissolved that company and I went off on my own and it's kind of wild, but I do have very, very, very loyal clients, but I have been taking a break from PR. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Pretty much over the last year. So, you know, being a hospitality publicist, I, oh, well there's yeah, hospitality. Yeah. Like COVID a- hit. And I was like, <laughs> well, there goes that. All my I didn't know that you on, just focused on hospitality. I thought you did like brands and other things. I, well. I do, but okay. I mean, at the time when COVID hit, I had like three venues, a baby stroller client. Well, there's with. been a lot of babies. There's There was like a baby boom. I, there was a baby boom. <laughs> yeah, like bring back the baby, baby boomers as like the, you know, the so-called <laughs> next generation. Everyone put me on pause, like no matter what, People were kind of losing their jobs or getting furloughed. They didn't really have the money to spend in any which direction. You couldn't go to the restaurants and bars. And you also, you know, weren't necessarily in the beginning of COVID buying baby strollers or whatever else I was representing because you're sitting at home. You're going to get a hand-me-down from your sister or best friend you know, because all you're really doing is walking around the park and coming back home. You don't really need. So all my clients put me on pause. And then in New York, hospitality reopened summer of 2020. I got some of my clients back that summer. And then by October, they shut us down again. So I was like, you know what? This is way too volatile. Like I can't even get one pitch out to the media before we're shutting down again everyone's spinning their wheels and like, also they're taking a hit. So this past January, I, I mean, and even since then I've had like client after client, I have the best, like they're my friends. So they come to me and they've wanted to rehire me, but then we started filming winter house in February, March. So I was like, all right, I can't like be worried about you know, doing work while I'm on a 17 day vacation, you know, with activities and drinking and dinner parties and regular parties that we're just throwing for ourselves. And then after that, I just was like, maybe I should just focus on myself. I've always like put my career first. I need to like really figure out what I want in my personal life. And so I just, I've been kind of you know, chilling on the PR to like focus on like what Lindsay wants in my personal life. And to be honest, like, I don't think it's PR anymore, although I'm really good at it. Um, well, I, you know, I co-sign on that. I say if something isn't fulfilling you anymore, if it's becomes boring to you, if it's like, if it's just not doing it for you anymore, stop doing it. Don't feel like just because you've done it for so long that you have to keep doing it. I say, just take a moment, take a breath, pause, chill, and wait for something to inspire you again. Exactly. And that's what I've been doing. And and it's wild, Katie, because I have never in the 35 years of my life, since I started working at age 14, I've never, ever, ever taken a break ever. Wow. Work. Like even when I graduated college, I moved to New York three days later and started working right away. And so you're like a workaholic. Yeah. Oh, geez. So I've never taken (laughs) any breaks other than like a 10 day vacation to Europe or something. But other than that, I've never had a break from like my actual career. So I, yeah, I've kind of been, it's been a very transitional year, 2021. 
But for, for someone that has such successful career, you also have had a pretty lively dating life, I would say, <laughs> you know, I yeah. mean, I like, would you say you're, you're like a serial dater, serial monogamous? Are you, are you somebody that's consistently in a relationship or consistently seeing someone or some people? No, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I love monogamy. I would right. love to like, be in a relationship with somebody that I am just head over heels in love with. I am a, you know, a romantic at heart. And I, I do believe in that traditional monogamy, you know, where the hope and dream is that you get married and have babies. But at the same time, you know, given my lifestyle and now being on two different TV shows, it's not exactly easy. You know, dating is a numbers game in New York. And you have to date and date and date until you really find somebody who works for you. And still, even then it takes a while. And this happened in my last relationship to really peel back the layers of who somebody actually is. And we don't really have that kind of time on our hands. So for me, dating, it's very interesting. Like I have to be very worried if a guy is dating me for the wrong reasons, maybe he wants status or fame or whatever comes with me being on a reality TV show now too. Or I've run into situations where maybe it's a finance guy and he wants nothing to do with the fact that I live a very public life. But it is funny because people are very invested in my dating life. I am. It's really sweet. It's really sweet because like, I think people want the best for me and they want to see me happy. And like, I love that, but like I can't ever share any news until I actually have news to share. I understand it all. I mean, I'm invested just because I watch the shows and also just as coming from a friend perspective as well, but also because I admire your, you know, vulnerability when it comes to dating, because I mean, I don't, I don't know how to like phrase this, but obviously, I mean, I've been with Tom for like a billion years since I was in like my twenties, but I mean, I talked to like my friends and other women who are, you know, in their thirties and they're dating and they're just like, Oh my God, I've just been dating and it's exhausting. And I feel like giving up. I feel hopeless because I've just dated and it just never works out. And like, I just feel like, Oh, like why does this keep happening to me? And it like half breaks my heart sometimes. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God, you're amazing. Like, why are you measuring your worth in these guys? Like, just on to the next or, you know, I just feel like, do you feel like it's a grind? Like, I, I mean, you're talking about like peeling back layers and no one has a time, but like, where do you find your, like, I, I don't get going exhausted. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't get, I don't feel like it's a grind to date. I don't get exhausted by it. I guess I, you know, over the past eight months, I have really just stuck to meeting people through friends the best. And like, even this summer, and you guys will probably see this a lot on the, you know, upcoming season of summer house. I was like, you know what? I've made so many mistakes. Like my last relationship, the guy was absolutely not meant for me. And I was willing to settle for something that wasn't right for me because I wanted to check some boxes and like move to those next chapters. Like that didn't work. Okay. What about this other relationship I had? Like I made so many mistakes, you know, in my mentality and mindset and dating over the past few years that I changed my mindset this summer and decided, you know what, I'm just going to go 
have fun. I'm going to go be myself. I'm going to put myself in different situations. I'm going to stay out in the Hamptons, maybe go to Montauk more where I can meet new people and in different environments and see like how that works out. And I had the best summer of my life. Like, you know, whether or not it worked out with any of those guys, you guys will find out, you know, when summer house comes out, but I legitimately had the time of my life. So I don't like, it wasn't necessarily a grind for me. And I'm also like in the mindset where I'd rather be single than settle because at the end of the day, like I don't need to carry around people who aren't making me happy. And I have enough (laughs) friends and family and loved ones in my life. Like I'm not looking, I don't need to add to that unless you add value to my, to my life. We're going to take a short pause. So I think any of us would do anything for the people that we love when we see them in pain and in suffering. When they're sick, we want to get them soup, get them a blanket, get them their medicine. We want to be able to take that pain away. Whatever we can do, I know I want to do whatever I can to help those I love when they are suffering and in pain. Pop and Barkley understands wanting to do the absolute best for the people we care about the most. And it all started with the son trying to help his father find relief from debilitating pain so he could get his life back. And today they're still putting the same care into improving the lives with award-winning CBD solutions for discomfort, stress, sleep, and everyday wellness. I love Pop and Barkley's CBD products, the relief balm and the relief drops really, truly are magic. I have chronic pain always in my neck from sleeping crooked. I rub that in and I pretty much have like instant relief. It really like feels like magic when I use that and the drops to help sleep. It's incredible. Like I said, Pop and Barkley's founder, Adam Grossman created the groundbreaking relief balm to ease his father's debilitating back pain. And from that powerful homemade balm, Pop and Barkley has expanded to full line of topical balms, oils, tinctures, and capsules, all made with 100% natural clean ingredients and whole plant full spectrum CBD. Today, they are the number one cannabis wellness company in California with their new CBD relief line. They can ship nationwide. Like I said, the CBD relief bomb at home test with 300 participants, users reported 40% reduction in daily discomfort with just one week of use. That's, I mean, come on. That can't be missed. You got to try this. If you have joint pain, muscle pain, give it a shot. And with the CBD oil relief drops, if you're someone that has trouble falling asleep, you do a couple of these little drops, you're going to get the best disease of your life. Let me tell you. Pop and Barkley is on a mission to improve lives through CBD in its purest, cleanest form possible. Go to popandbarkleycbd.com slash love me for 20% off your first purchase. That's 20% off for new customers at P-A-P-A and B-A-R-K-L-E-Y-C-B-D.com slash love me. All right, back to it. I truly think the best way to meet someone because I mean, there's the dating apps and that's great because sometimes I guess that's the way people meet people these days. And I missed that boat thankfully, because I got with Tom before all that. But, you know, whenever, you know, yeah, people are saying like, what about just like asking your friends? You know, there's got to be someone that knows someone where they're vetted, you know, they're not crazy, find out kind of like their history, their track record. But it really truly is the best way. I mean, that's how I met Tom. Again, I know this was before all the dating apps, but like, 
this was because someone, you know, my friends knew me, they knew Tom, they knew we would be a good match. They knew our personalities would mesh, you know? I mean, we're not like the perfect couple. There's no such thing as a perfect couple in the perfect relationship, but like we're a great match. We're very compatible in a lot of ways, but I think you have a very like healthy outlook on relationships and, and, you know, meeting people and dating. And I think you have a lot of great advice. Yeah. Maybe I should, maybe that's what I should do is like, start. You should like advice column. Yeah. You're very like Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. We, we will have to come up with a fun. Yeah. Sex in the city hubs in the city. I got hurt sometimes this summer too. Like I really did. But that's because I love hard and I like dive in head first because I, I would rather find out real quick who you are instead of spending a year trying to get to know who you are. And like, in order for me to do that, I have to be my full, authentic, genuine self. And if that doesn't work for you, then let's find out now. And so, yeah, I got hurt along the way a couple of times, even this past summer, but it's temporary. And for me, it's like, okay, well, it wasn't meant to be with that person next. Yeah. And it's character building at the worst and the best it's character building. But I think, but I think you, you always being your 100% authentic self, it can never fail you either. And even on winter house, when you were pouring your heart out to Austin and you're, you know, (laughs) You found out very quickly and then you had to spend the next however long watching him <laughs> get with another chick, your friend. Yeah, that's okay. I think I won. <laughs> I think I won at the end of the day because I got with Jason. <laughs> who, who was making food the whole time and who was really sexy. So I think you did win. Jason like will go down in history as one of the absolute Jason. nicest guys I have ever dated. I like, would have picked Jason so sweet. every day of the week over Austin. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Jason has a sick body. <laughs> yeah. Winter house was a trip. It was a trip. Honestly. Okay. I will say, I remember coming home from winter house and being like, I can never drink that much again in my life. Like, I just feel like I was drunk the entire time. I blame it on the fireball, but I don't know. I, I came home and this is before it aired. I was like, I can never get that drunk ever again. Like what happened? And like, I've never been more nervous. My friends were all making fun of me. Cause I was like, Oh my God, what did I do this week? But I've never been more nervous for any episode ever to come out than I did for like winter house. And it's wild because viewers just like loved it. They absolutely loved Winter House and it just like propelled like the whole thing. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, so at least like I was endearing when I was drunk. <laughs> oh, no, you're so endearing. And it's just, but I just think like you were just relatable so much of the time. I think just, there's so many women that are just constantly always being like, yes, yes, hubs. You are so many of us so many of the time. And I just feel like you're just relatable as fuck. I was very happy. Like I didn't get activated at all. Activated. Don't activate her. (laughs) I didn't get activated. Therapy is definitely working for me because (laughs) I would rather be like crying about being in love with everyone than 
you know, getting drunk and activated. Because if there was the Casa de Summer Rules house yeah. or whatever, it would be activated Lindsay and Tequila Katie and we'd <laughs> burn it down. You would totally burn it down. It'd be hilarious. Oh my God. If we ever like had like Tequila Katie and activated hubs, like, you know, both activated and like rage. <laughs> of rage us like everyone would hide they would just hide from us we would just like start like killing people with our words it'd be so fun though that would be fun i get like i'm all giddy over here <laughs> i probably wouldn't be able to do it i would just start cracking up pardon the interruption it's time for another break so I love to play games on my phone. It's my favorite way to pass time or zone out. And I love match three games, but you know, it seems like most of them are the same, same themes and characters and boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on match three games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful, magical and gripping graphic novel. That's right. There's virtually like thousands of levels of match three. So it's endless, which I love, but you're also meeting all these different characters along the way. There's a storyline that's beautiful. It is so much fun. I want to play it nonstop because I want to find out what happens next. So in Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, which is the world's top witch academy. And you know, I love anything witchy. And so you're playing your way through hundreds of the match three levels because you got to get your witchcraft on and you got to find out what happened to your best friend who disappeared. And it's up to you to unravel this mystery of her disappearance. And you're going to meet characters along the way. Uh, there's a little bit of romance. And the best part is, is that you're kind of making these choices along the way to determine the outcome of the story. So like you're in the driver's seat. So it is so fun. so compelling. You get so like immersed in what's happening and you're playing match three. It's like the best of all the worlds combined. I love it. So much fun. So download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. Okay, back to the show. What has been like the worst part of all of this? Like, do you like look at comments or has there been like any like tough like criticism or like judgments that you've just been like, oh, like, like how do you deal with it all? I mean, yeah, the internet trolls or the- Yeah, well, there's that, you know, but- I don't know. I think in order to be in this business and industry or on TV, you can't really care that much what people think about you because otherwise, what are you doing? Like you're in the wrong business. You're in the wrong, yeah. That's what um, I am say. I'm like, I care, you know, like it's more the people that I know and love. They're, those are the opinions that matter to me, but. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've been trying my best to be, you know, a better and better and better version of myself. So that really helps me not really care. Sometimes I read the comments. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I respond. Sometimes I don't. And then I put things into perspective where it's like, it always goes back to like that Teddy Roosevelt quote that then like Brene Brown wound up, you know, reincarnating for one of her talks where it's like, you know, don't judge the person in the arena unless you're in the arena yourself. Like I would love to see any of these people commenting with negative comments. I'd love to see them on reality TV for a day and see how they, how it works out for them, you yeah, know, with, with their life on display under a microscope and 
their, you know, their worst fight in their relationship. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, waking up hungover with their hair going one way and their body going another. And then like, you know, having to cover the bags under your eyes and then go like talk for the next 10 hours about your feelings. Like that's, that's one thing I've realized is a lot of people don't like to talk about their feelings. Like a lot of people. No, uh, uh-uh. I'm married to one of them. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. I could talk about feelings all the damn time. That's our job. It's feelings. Yeah. Although I do think I've been doing it since I was a child. (laughs) (laughs) Like my, my dad's like, he is so funny. Like he was here for Thanksgiving. Carl had his, his mom and stepdad in town. I had my dad and stepmom and we, we, we hosted our parents. And then Luke came over and Andrea, the hot Italian guy from winter house. He came over. Am I the only one that just didn't find him? I found him cheesy. I can see that he's like attractive, but like, I didn't find him like everyone's going to hate on me. I found him like moderately attractive. I was like, yeah, I get, he's like, like, I don't find him unattractive, but like, it was cringy. Most of it was just like, I was like, oh, like, the like no, like, no one's falling for this. Like, the coffee in the bed. I was like, stop, girls. God, don't fall for this. Oh, my God. Like, Paige, no. I will say, I mean, well, yes, Andrea is so, so, so attractive. I, like, if you're into the male model, you know, Italian guy look, I'm, I'm sure just he's more. sweet as pie, too, though. But, like, I was like, no. I'm just more like my physical type, which I don't have one specifically, is just not somebody who's prettier than me. Same. (laughs) But he is so nice. He's like, he is like such a nice guy. Yeah, I feel bad saying that, but I'm sure he's the sweetest person ever. Yeah. But anyway, so we're hosting Thanksgiving and my dad was like, from a young age, Lindsay was just like this hyper, highly energetic little girl who always like wanted to be in a big city and not like in a small town. So it's just like so funny when your parents are like, they look back on you as your personality and they're like, no, she's, she's still the same (laughs) as she's always been. For me, it's like, I've always been a little sassy. I always had a very like kind of sharp tongue. So yeah. Yeah. I appreciate Mm -hmm. sharp tongues. It means that you you're intelligent. Thank you. Some people think it means that I'm just rude or mean. No, but because you talk about your feelings, you're able to process things quicker than other people. So Correct. it allows you the ability to have a sharp tongue. Correct. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> we can't help it. Maybe people should talk about their feelings more so then they can process things quicker. Maybe you should get on our level. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Maybe you should stop see us with like some bottles of wine, just like talking about our feelings, like, like, you know, figuring out how to like take over the world. Stopping peasants, get on our level, wise the fuck up, grow a pair, get on a fucking level. Yeah. Sometimes I just look at people and I'm like, okay, this is not even worth it for me. (laughs) I look down on them and think this is not even worth it. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, this is, yeah, no. All right, we're going to take a short break. So 
the people around us really make a huge impact on our lives, you know, whether it's our family or our friends or our relationship with our partner. And life's pressures can cause those relationships to change, whether it's for better or for worse. And when those relationships are changing or going through difficult times, frustrations can really grow from that. And not knowing how to work through those things can be extremely difficult. And not knowing who to talk to about it can be hard. And sometimes you really need a neutral person to talk to. And Talkspace Online Therapy connects you with a licensed professional to help you work through it. And it's such an amazing platform to do so. Um, it's extremely easy to sign up. It's very secure. They're going to match you with a licensed therapist. There's thousands of licensed therapists available to you that specialize in anxiety, depression, as well as relationships. So you can trust that you're going to find the perfect match for you. They're going to give you all the tools you need to help work through those difficult times. Plus, it's super convenient to schedule your sessions online. Uh, you can video chat and send unlimited messages with your dedicated therapist. So if you need a little support to help you through the end of the year or want to start building towards a better upcoming year, Talkspace is here to help. So match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month with promo code LOVEME. That's $100 off when you use code LOVEME at Talkspace.com. All right, let's get back to the show. Lindsay, this has been a lot of fun. We gotta Are we this. done already? We I are done like already. We just started. I know, I know. It goes by really, really fast. I How know. does that happen? I know, it's a lot of fun. But we're going to end it with the rage text of the day. Oh, a rage Ooh. text of the, the day. The rage text of the day. What do you got for us for your rage text of the day? Funny enough, I don't send a lot of rage texts. Also, I'm not drinking right now. So <laughs> it's kind of, I said I did send a rage text today at 11 a.m. Oh, that is it, a <laughs> very weird time to be sending rage text. And, and this was after Barry's. So... Was there a uh, pre-workout? No, this was post-workout even. I know, but did you take a pre-workout? <laughs> no, I no, no, like pre-workout, like nothing that made me any, any crazier than I naturally am. But it was the girl who did my last set of hair extensions just really messed my hair up. And before Julius and Arturo, you know Julius oh, from Watch yes. What Happens Live. Shout out to Julius Michael. You're the best. We love yeah, you. Julius Michael has his own salon in Scarsdale, which is just a quick trip on the train, the Metro North to like to Scarsdale. So my hair was so messed up. Like the color of the extensions didn't match my natural hair. It was synthetic hair. It wasn't even like real human hair. The girl who installed them the last time, which was less than a month ago, they had already fallen out four days afterwards. Then she came in and fixed them. And then they started falling out again. The beads that she used, because I have beaded sew-in extensions, the beads were rusting inside of the hair. She also used black thread on these like platinum blonde extensions. I mean, there was, the list goes oh, on. My God. And so before I went to go see Julius Michael to like fix my head, which by the way, he crushed it. And I'm obsessed with, with him and Arturo because- Yes, the picture they, looks fire. You look amazing. Yeah, they saved the day. So I asked her, I was like, look, like I know it's the holidays, but 
nothing has gone right with these extensions at all. And this was like before Thanksgiving, I texted her and she just, I, I essentially was like, can you give me some sort of refund? Because I don't know what I paid for. Like $2,000 later, $500 <gasps> synthetic hair, $2,500 later. And I mm. am a disaster. And she just was like, no, I can redo them, but I don't offer refunds. And I was, I just didn't answer her until today. <laughs> oh my God. So here's the rage tags. <laughs> I sent her all the photos and videos of like this messed up hair. What bird is living in my head that created a nest in the back of my head that looks like that? That is wild. It's tragic. Here's the text. Okay. This is what I sent it. Let's hear this text. Not even like a rage. It's like the nicest rage text you've ever heard. Oh gosh. So I sent all these pictures and videos of my fucked up hair, you know, that's now better because Julius and Arturo fixed it. But I go, I just want you to know, (laughs) I just want you to know that the last month has been incredibly frustrating for me, especially being in the public eye and having this hair situation. I found someone who was able to repair the damage that was done to my hair. And while I appreciate the offer to redo my hair, it's hard to trust another redo when this was the state of my hair. (laughs) Yuck. The nicest rage check. That is a nice, that is a nice. No, but you know, it was, it was to the point. Yeah. I'm, I don't even want to refund. I, I want, I wanted to be like, honestly, just lose my number Yeah, and Bye. forget my name. Yeah. So that was my rage text of the day. <laughs> I love my, it. to my old temporary hair extension lady that should not be doing hair extensions. Your hair looks fantastic now. So thank you. That's all that matters. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's so good to see you. And it was so fun talking to you. And I mean, where can everyone find you on social? If they're not already following you. Um, I don't really do the whole Facebook, Twitter thing. I used to no. do Twitter, but I'm not really, I kind of stopped a couple of years ago. Um, but I am an Instagram girl. So I live my life and kind of keep people updated on my day-to-day whereabouts on Instagram. So you can follow me at Lynn's Hubs. Lynn's Hubs. Lynn's Hubs. And then make sure you guys tune in to, if you haven't watched Winter House, you should go back and watch Winter House. It was really, really fun. Binge that shit. It's like six episodes. It was really, really fun. And then make sure you tune into the new season of uh, Summer House when it comes out. Right around the corner. I mean, that's announced. We don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. It's definitely next year. I just don't know the exact date. And I would get in trouble if I did know the exact date. Yeah, we we never know these kind of things. But stay stay tuned to her Instagram and she'll let you know. Yeah, exactly. When the trailer comes out and I see it 20 minutes before you do. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) There's no chill anymore. (laughs) Well, until next time, I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, leave a rating and review, follow along on social at Music Kills Kate, and tune in next week for an all new episode. 